inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered if tomorrow can be any different than today? Have you ever wondered, is this just your lot in life? Have you ever prayed and hoped that something could change? Have you ever thought that change was impossible? Well, if you haven't answered yes to any of those questions, then get off my radio show. Because you're some robot. Because you're not like Spencer and I. No, see, Spencer and I, we are humans. And so we experience this this journey called a fleshly experience. And today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, I'm going to be joined by some hope-filled guests. You know, last weekend, uh, I was in Vegas. Uh, Hillary missed me again. Boy, she keeps swinging for me. She hasn't hit me yet. (laughs) So I was in Vegas, and we had an incredible class with Team 248. Man, just fell in love with 12 uh, human beings. Just incredible people. Great class. Such a great lesson. So many lessons for life. Um, Boy, choices. Choices matter, people. Choices have consequences attached to them, and, and consequences don't need to be negative. But we seem to hear that word consequences and automatically has a negative tinge to it, but it need not be. I took a team of leaders, 12 individuals, through the leadership experience in Las Vegas last weekend. And I pray, I pray that what happened in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. You see, what started as a class of 12 people, 12 people seeking better, 12 people wanting more. 12 people not willing to settle for good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough for tenure, good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door, take the kids with them and leave a note on the wall, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. I took 12 individuals. God took 12 individuals. I was a, I was a Pinocchio in this journey. <laughs> to become a team of of 12 committed people, a team of committed leaders changing their worlds by changing themselves. You know, Chinese general have a noble cause. He wanted to change the world. And as he sat down to figure out I was going to change the world, he, he realized he had to first start with his own country since he had authority there. As he sat down and figured out how he was going to change his country, he realized he had to start with his community since he and his family were pillars of that community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his community, he realized he had to start with the pillars. He had to start with his family since they were the example. And as he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his family, yeah, I'm going to quote Michael Jackson. Yes, I am. He realized that he could only focus on the one person he could truly change. And and that's the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror, if you are a woman. And what he realized is something that we all need to realize. He realized that as he changed himself, 
that would affect change in his family. And as he changed his family, that would affect change in his community. And as he changed his community, that would affect change in his country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. Who are you running around wanting to change? When the only person we can truly change is ourselves. And then that change can inspire others to take a similar path. That's the effect that we have. And so now we have a team of 12 committed individuals, leaders changing their worlds by changing themselves. Today the conversation is going to be hope-filled. Sorry, I hate to break the bad news. Today's conversations will be hope-filled, vision-creating, chain-breaking. Do you want change? The time is now. And today we're going to talk about filters. We're going to talk about programming. Today we're going to talk about how people have misfiled their past into the present. Filters are used to eliminate things in order to achieve a desired result. When we, when we use them in cooking, the unwanted elements are dredged, strained, discarded. When we use them in email, they weed out what or whom we don't want to read. And think about what's left from a filter is what we use. We have filters. External events come in through our sensory input channels and it is filtered. We don't respond to reality. We respond to our map of reality, and the map is not the territory. And as we process events, traumas, dramas, we delete, we distort, and we generalize the information. We have so much information coming into us, we would be overwhelmed, overloaded. We have natural filters. They're called deletions, distortions, and generalizations. And when you add that to the concept that we are little meaning makers, logotherapy says that we have a will to meaning. And so by the time a child is five years old, Dr. Adler, Alfred Adler, famous psychologist, says by the time a child is five years old, a majority of the map of reality is in place, a majority of their basic structure of their belief system. And because we have 34 gigabytes of information coming at us at a time, because we have 18,000 thoughts a day, because, because, because of how God made us. If we don't filter some things, we will have autism. That's what autism is. The filters are turned off. There's so much data coming out, sensor-based data, it's overwhelming. It's, uh, I'm schizophrenic and so am I. It's overwhelming. And so we have natural filters, but again, we get to check ourselves. We need to challenge ourselves. We need to live and examine life. We have deletions. Deletions occur when we selectively pay attention to certain aspects of our experience and not others. We then overlook or omit others. Without deletion, we would be faced with much too much information to handle with our conscious mind. We have distortions. Distortions occur when we make shifts in our experience of sensory data by making misrepresentations of reality. You know this, in, in Eastern philosophy, there's a well-known story of, of distortion in the rope versus snake analogy. A man walking along the road sees what he believes to be a snake and yells, snake. However, upon arriving at that place, he is relieved and he discovers that what he sees is really only a piece of rope. Distortions help us in the process of motivating ourselves. The process of motivation occurs when we actually distort the material that has come to us and has changed by one meaning of filtering or another. And then generalizations, we generalize so much. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Life's not fair. Uh, poor me. Generalizations, we draw global conclusions based on one or two experiences. 
And as best, generalization is one of the ways that we learn. And so when you put all this together, we get lost. We get so wrapped up in the pain and the pity that we forget the purpose and the pleasure. That's good. Someone write that down. <laughs> so today you are blessed because today we're going to have a couple graduates join us. And today we're going to see how, you know what? We're certain creatures today, but no matter how good or bad our life is, we can change. Life is a series of choices and those choices have consequences. And I'm not scaring you. I'm giving you some truth. And there's a great rabbi that once said, the truth will set you free. But there was a former president that's added to it. And he said, the truth might set you free. But first, it's going to make you a little miserable. And here's the key. What if you're experiencing some pain right now so you can have some joy tomorrow? What if the pain that you're working to avoid is actually pain that's helping you to wake you up to say, hey, wrong jungle. Hey, stop doing that. You know, the story about the guy who goes to the doctor and he says, doctor, whenever I do this, it hurts. And the doctor said, then stop doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we gotta say to ourselves, then stop doing that. Today on Like It Matters Radio, after the break, you're gonna hear from two graduates that entered my training last Thursday in 48 hours came back with new filters, new hope, a new life. We'll be back. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. The next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Reserve your place today at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I will rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I will rise. Did you want to see me broken? 
bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from the past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise. Great poem by Maya Angelou. My Lord puts it this way, a righteous person will stumble seven times but get back up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. You know, I get a chance to meet some incredible people in my leadership training, and the woman you're going to meet now, I just thought about that poem, the one I thought of Kelly, who's going to be joining us. You know, uh, I'm blessed. People go through my training having a great experience, and they want people they love, they care about uh, to come join me. Uh, not because they're broken, not because they're screwed up, because most of us realize one simple truth, that the people that have done the most damage to us are usually the people that are closest to us. Not because they're bad, because hurting people hurt people. And we can ban guns and ban knives and ban rocks and ban Bibles and ban cars and ban sidewalks and ban, 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 or we can go to the heart of the issue and work on the hurt and heart. And when we change the hurt and heart, it goes from better, I mean from bitter to better. And why don't you meet Miss Better? So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Kelly. Kelly, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I still uh, am having some voice issues, obviously. Uh, yeah, but, you know, Brett will tell you the same thing. It's kind of sexy, so don't – it's okay, you know. always cracks me up that women, they hey, what's wrong with you? Hey, talk to me a little more, right? You got that, that raspy voice. But, you know, Kelly, exactly. uh, sorry, I – you know, when I was thinking about you coming on, I had this poem right in front of me. I go, you know, that reminds me of Kelly. You know, uh, boy, Kelly, you know, let's just talk about Kelly, the human being. Uh, Kelly, you are a perfect example of a world uh, that man's inhumanity, man is well documented. It's uh, You're an incredible woman, a beautiful woman. But, man, you know what it's like uh, to, to be hurt by people, don't you? Of course. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you came into my class not really that excited about coming. Is that fair to say? (laughs) Oh, gosh, that would be an understatement. I think my team, 248, knows that as well. (laughs) Yes. You know, you said at one point in time. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, sir. No, no, no. Please, please go. Please go. I said Um, at one point in time what? at one point in time, um, you know, you had said during the class, misery loves company. And I was definitely like misery coming through that door. Yeah. But I and I but I also told you at the end of the class that, you know, I didn't go there for me, but I eventually stayed there for me. And, and I'm proud of that. So I yeah. so thank and you remember, for that. 
Oh, oh, you're very welcome. And remember our conversation, you know, Mr. Hall, who's going to be joining us uh, later in the show, uh, he, he called mm-hmm. me up and they said, Miss Black, I'm sitting in the same room that we talked a week before my training. And I'm calling you from this room to tell you you're a man of your word because you told me, you know, because he had the problems, you know, this isn't going to be a God thing, right? You're not going to push your religion on me, right? Why religion? Ah, you know? And I said, no, 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 no. Uh, I deal with all three parts of a person, but I don't push religion. God never says to hit anybody over the head with him. Uh, so, no, but those people that are Christians, I talk their language because I am a Christian. Those people that don't, I don't push it on them. But he told me, I just want you to know you're a man of your word. And I want you to think about my conversation with you, Kelly. What I told you, if you think about the one thing I told you on the phone over and over before I met you, was this is about you. It's not about Brett. Mm-hmm. It's not about those two kids. It's not about Scott Black. It's not about you being good enough. Remember we had this conversation. I said, this is about you, Kelly. Was that yeah. was that weekend about you? Yes, it was. That was an accurate statement. Yeah, you see? And you went in there kind of thinking you were going to kind of fake it. You've been there, done this before, right? I mean, you've had you've had struggles like I have, and many people. You've struggled with alcohol in the past, other things, right? You've had some addiction issues, and so you've been through rehab. You've been through help, so you figured you could kind of play the game and whatever you got to do, and then, you know, be a teacher's pet. I think I'm quoting you. Is that what you said? <laughs> that is what I said, that I was just going to, like, cut a couple jokes here and there, and, and but do what I'm told and just kind of fake my way through the weekend. And that is not what ended up happening. The exact opposite happened. Yeah, absolutely. But but you've done that before, right? You've been in like those environments because yes. I didn't realize how big of a business rehab. Oh, my gosh. Rehab's a big business. There are it, lots of people making millions of dollars, but nobody's getting fixed. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with that statement as well. Yeah, there's a lot of money. I didn't realize the big business. Man, I missed my calling. I could be making millions of dollars <laughs> fake healing people. I could be doing that. Oh, my gosh. What am I doing, Kelly? What am I doing? But, you know, the cool thing was, Kelly, you taught me something this weekend. And I'm going to tell you this. I told Val this, my wife. I said, you know what's so strange? Those people think I did so much for them. But I told Val this. I said, but they did a lot for me because I had Kelly. I had Mr. Hall. I had Mr. Maharaj. And I said, those three people could have made that class a real struggle. But each one of those people chose and that's a strong word. You chose to do something different. And because of that, not only did the class turn out incredible, but each one of you had a totally different outcome of the weekend. And I want you to know, Kelly, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You reminded me that our choices do matter. So thank you for that. You know what I want to I want to say? I'm really excited that 12 of us started and 13 of us finished. <laughs> we got amen, to add amen. Mr. He, he's our cool? baker's dozen. He's our baker's dozen yeah. now. Um, you know, and this is what I get to do. You know, I met Mr. Kinney when I was driving home from a class in Arkansas. I was taught a class in Arkansas, uh, and he was a, just a listener, listening to my radio show. And he called me up, or he texted me, or emailed me. And I just figured I'll call him. I hear the Holy Spirit telling me to call him. So I'm driving home from teaching the class, uh, and here's this guy I've never met, and he's weeping on the phone. He's crying. His wife did this and did this. I don't know what I'm going to do. And the guy is broken and talking to some strange man on the phone uh, who he'd emailed from a radio show he'd heard in Minneapolis. I mean, talk about God's hand, right? 
So you, you got to mm-hmm. tell me, Kelly, you went in that class pretty helpless, hopeless. You had just been lost a job you've had like for 20 years. You really didn't want to go. You thought you were nothing but a messed up, screwed up. I mean, you talked so terribly about yourself. What is different in Kelly's head and heart today, just a few days later? Is that when I'm thinking, that means I'm talking to myself. And if there's anybody who has control over the way I should be speaking to myself, it's me. And um, my previous way of doing things was not working at all. So this, it had to be done. And also losing a a career of 20, of two decades, 48 hours, no, 24 hours before I had to be on a plane to Vegas was a trip. Yeah. And and what's so cool is, you know, you had got up and you were upset. You had a lot of emotion going through you because of all the stuff you just said. And you stood up that first night and you said some really bad things about yourself. Uh, and I, I said some. Yeah. And I said some of those things out loud and you snapped like, you can't talk to me that way. Only I can. And I did that for a purpose. How, why would we trash talk ourselves when we'd be so offended by someone else doing the same thing? That's not who you are. And and again, Kelly, I want you to know something. You taught me something because I did that a lot too. I thought I'd clean that up. And over the last two months, God took me to the woodshed in a loving way and said, quit talking. It was, it was Psalm 50 that hit me. Psalm 50, like verse 20 or something says, you speak down to your mother's son. And God told me, he's, I'm talking about you. God said, listen, I made you, you're my creation. You're special. When you trash talk, it's like, Kelly, could you imagine me going up and talking bad about your kids? Could you imagine me telling you that your kids are a piece of crap? They're nothing. You would punch me in the face. You would rip out my heart through my mouth. Would you not? That is correct. And I absolutely can't have that kind of role model for my seven going on closely here, eight year old daughter. That's right. And so now that's what's so cool. You realize they're watching you, right? (laughs) They're watching very much. so. And uh, I, I want you to know I'm so proud of you. And we're getting ready to go to hard break. But I want you to stay on if you can over the break. Uh, I want to ask you a question. What have you noticed different at home? What have you noticed differently at home with your kids this week? Um, I am, I'm doing everything I said I was going to do in that part of my mission statement. I'm, I'm loving on both of them equally. Molly making sure I, I reinforce like her, her awesome behavior and how good of a person she is and how much I love her and all that fun stuff. So, and, and praying at night, I uh, her down last so night and we said prayers. Brett always says what them with when he's with her and I am going yeah. to now be saying them every night when I'm with her. Uh, what is because that I like? Ba- I, you, yeah. It's nice, but I'm like, oh my God, every uh, time you would talk about the mapping of, by five years old yeah. in class, yeah. I'm like, Molly's already seven. I've uh, ruined her, but that's not no, no, my no, perspective no. anymore. No. Up until no. now. No. That's right. Hold on. <laughs> we go to a heartbreak. Heartbreak. I don't have control. Stay with me, Kelly. Don't go anywhere. I'm black. Stay tuned. You want to listen to the rest of the show? We'll be right back. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. 
Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. My show's about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And today we have beauty because Kelly is joining us. Thanks again, Kelly, for staying tuned. I really appreciate it. So here's the big question. Two and a half days, technically 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black. Um, what would you say is the biggest takeaway so far? And this will change, but right now, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from being a part of Team 248? Um, honestly, uh, I'm going to have to have to circle back to what I said earlier. Like, one of my biggest hang-ups in life has always been negative self-talk, you know? Up, Just because up that's all I... Up until now, <laughs> yeah. that is basically how I speak to myself, thinking, etc. So um, that is now I know that I am I I do have control of that voice, and I have to practice yep. the use of it. Yeah, and it takes practice because you got to interrupt. Remember, you've heard me, you've seen me say it, and you heard, I mean, heard me say it, and seen me do it. You got to scratch that CD. You can see me doing it, right? Scratch that CD and then break that LP. I go up on one leg, right? And I push my hands down, break that LP, and I start doing the fake lawnmower, right? Pull on that eight track, pull on the eight track, right? You've seen that. You've heard it so many times. Now you can keep that with you, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So you get let you go. Uh, listen, you went because your husband went and uh, he had went through and one of his employees went through team members went through. Uh, do, you, would, do you say it's beneficial to your marriage? Have you guys been able to talk? Has it been good for the two of yes. you to go through it together? Awesome. Yes, a hundred percent. And that, and that's I still, and it, that's all still under construction and a work in progress Amen. heading in the correct yep. direction. Absolutely. We got to clean up. And the cool thing, you know, I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Yes. Uh, and the, the thing that really got me excited, because I know going into class, your relationship with God was not, um, you know, where you want it because of what a lot of people who represented God in the past had done to you. And to hear that uh, uh, you're praying with your daughter resentful. and all that. Yes. Yeah. I was resentful. And I'm glad that that sensation is fading. Yep. And I'm here for you. Any questions? Uh, because you know, I love to talk about our Lord. I love to talk about the Bible. So, But it wasn't pushed on you, was it? It wasn't part of the curriculum, correct? No. No. I no, want to make not. sure. Yeah. No, 
and Jason will talk about it as well. So God bless you, Kelly. I'm excited to see what we're going to do together. Uh, and so please, whatever I can do to help out, you just reach out to me, okay? Thank you, Mr. Black. And tell Mrs. Black I said hello. I will. God bless you. We'll talk soon, okay, <laughs> Kelly? Bye-bye. Awesome. All right, so let's go phone lines. we got another graduate of Team 248 joining us. That is Jason. Jason, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, friend? I'm doing great, Mr. Black. Thank you very much. Uh, you are very, very welcome. So, you know, I got to tell you, Jason, I, uh, Jason is uh, connected to one of my good friends and good clients in uh, uh, Sacramento, California. Um, you know, Iron Mechanical, the Rissies, the Jed and Terry are friends, they're brothers. They uh, have been sending people to our training for a long time. They came from Descor Builders, Brad Disjardin, and Neil Cordero. Uh, so it's and now we got Jason with a brand new company. So you work with the Iron Mechanical. Is that how you guys know each other? I'm a manufacturer's rep for Iron Mechanical, okay. so I, I sell them items from my uh, my company. Oh, very cool, very cool. So you guys more than business associates, so you uh, you guys got to be kind of friends, right? We are. Yeah, there's uh, multiple yeah. multiple people in that in that company. Yeah, so so you'd heard a lot of your friends talk about this leadership training they've been going to, and how long ago did you hear about Like It Matters, the leadership training? Was it something recently, fairly new, or had you heard about it before? No, it was over a I want to say eight nine months ago. Um, mm -hmm. I saw uh, Mr. Ramirez, and he. Uh, just had this this look in his eye. We were sitting across from each other, and I said, "Hey, what's what's going on?" You know, and he's like, "I, I can't explain it." And uh, you know, we talked a little bit, and you know, and it, I was intrigued, but I was also there was I was hesitant, and mm -hmm. um, it was never really talked about uh, again. And uh, and then I got the call, <laughs> and, and the uh, call. I was I got the call. Yep, and it was uh, it was time. Yeah, it's time. So, you know, you and I talked on the phone, and, you know, it's so funny. It just shows, see, I'm under construction. What you see uh, in, the, in that training, Jason, is me, and even though I'm leading it, I think you get the sense I'm still under construction. Uh, I don't think I know it all. I, I know a lot, don't get me wrong, but uh, you, you taught me a lot this weekend. The, your class taught me a lot this weekend. I talked about it with Kelly on the phone. You guys taught me a lot about choices. You taught me a lot about attitude, uh, but you also taught me a lot about Presu uh, you know presumptions uh, and you and I talked and we had this great conversation I honestly felt a, a slight connection at the beginning and then all of a sudden there was this anger that came out of you because of the religion and what, I don't know how it ever came up but it was a religion and you, and you said something in fact you know so much or something like this why do you talk about religion or whatever and, and I assured you it's not a religious class I assured you I am a, a man of God and I hate religion God, you know I'm, I'm not a fan of religion either but I am a man of God. And I said, I don't push it on anybody, but you know, if I talk long enough, it's probably something going to come out of me, but I'll do my best to keep it in check. Or something like that. We had that light conversation, correct? Correct. And, yeah, and I just want uh, people to know. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. No, I just want people to know because God is important to me. I'm not. Oh, very good. So, 
yes, you, he spoke about uh, Mr. Black. He spoke about the the fact that you know religion is important to you. Um, but for me, it was I was very hesitant. You know, I want to make sure. You know, was this course based on religion? Is this something that is going to be just talked about all throughout? And uh, if it was, it was it was for me. I I didn't feel like I was going to be interested. And uh, what I noticed. <clears throat> in the course, Mr. Black, is that you honored that. You didn't um, push it. You spoke about it because it's it's, it's you. It's your team. Um, you're from Texas. The Dallas Cowboys, right? I'm, I'm not going to get offended because you want to talk about the Cowboys. I'm not going to be offended because you want to talk about God. If you want to sit there and tell me that the Cowboys are the best team and I need to sit there and trade my, my team into the Cowboys, then yeah, then I'm going to start you know getting a little bit uh, frustrated with you. But you didn't do that. And the people that like the Cowboys – you you honored them and you sat there and you talked about it and you, you did that and the people who who didn't you you didn't push it on them um, so I, I was really um, uh, I, I was honored that you um, you didn't break your promise so that was one of the parts that uh, I I really want to make sure that you understood okay so um, <clears throat> one of the things that I could say that I I really took from the course and and even this morning you're uh, we had a, a scheduled time to kind of you know get call in and, and be a part of the show and you know I had about a half hour and I can tell you before Thursday that half hour would have been wasted I would have sat there on Facebook on Instagram and I would have just been sitting there scrolling and scrolling but instead I had a half hour and so what I did with that time was you know what I have a dishwasher to empty I'm gonna empty that I'm gonna go eat some healthy food um, I'm not going to be in a hurry when I get on the, the call. Uh, so it's, it's really being um, thoughtful of my time. And uh, the part that I feel is most, the, the, I got the most out of this course and it is honoring myself. Um, I didn't value myself. I had no value in myself. I was worthless. Um, I put on a great mask. I put on a great thing. People love me. People think highly of me, but I could not see what they saw. And uh, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how many times I said, you know, I looked in the mirror and I said, I love you, I didn't believe it. And it wasn't until going through this course, you know, I told my wife, I said, you know, I, I went through some other therapy, some, you know, mushroom therapy, MDMA therapy, and, and I, felt, I felt great. And that cracked the egg, but this broke the egg. This literally broke all the shells off, and uh, I'm a new person, and I'm taking everything I can from this and, and just moving forward. Wow. What is your, so what's your wife? What, does she wonder what happened to you? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that, that's a great question, and, and I feel like, to, to be honest, my wife has seen me have these ups and downs. My wife has seen me do this, and so she's seen me come through and say I'm sorry and I'm going to do better and I'm going to be a better husband and all these different things. Um, but I'm not going to. I'm not waiting for for that. It's, and it's, yeah. you know what? It's not. It's not something that I need. I need to know that I'm doing better. That's what's important, yep. and it will it will flow downhill. But um, for now, Absolutely. I'm not going to sit through being, being home for one day and be like, "Hey, have you noticed anything?" Yeah. No, it's not about that. Yeah, no, 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 that. Nope. Yep. And see, that's the key. That's the key. Knowing who you are, knowing why you're here. That's the difference. And see, the presumption that took place was that I thought you thought you were better than this and better than that. And actually what happened, you admit it, you thought you weren't enough, right? 
Oh, absolutely. I, I I was confused by the the comments that you were making, but instead of yep. being angry about it, you know, I trusted the process. And I remember you and you did such a great job at saying, "Look, this is going to be hard, but when it gets hard, yeah. think about the person who sent you here." And that's what I did. I went yep. right back to that person. I said, "Look, trust the process and trust him." Okay, I'm not going to you know get defensive, and I'm not going to sit there and like, "Hey, yep. can we talk about this?" No. Go through yep. the process. I, I trust you what what you had set up. You've been doing this for you know yep. thirty one years, and so it's yep. like I'm going to trust it. And um, and it did come yep. out at the end, and and yep. it was it was a great. I could see that your eyes opened up too, and said, "Wow, I oh yeah, you know I thought yep. it this way, but really he's just trying to be perfect. He's just trying to not not do anything yep. wrong, and so he's stuck in his own yep. head." Yeah. And how many people misread that in the past? How, whether it be your wife, whether it be a, a vendor, whether it be whatever. See, this is the thing we got to realize that we don't understand what another person is going through. And what we do is we project our feelings, our map reality on other people. Hey, we're getting ready to go to heartbreak. Stay with me, Jason. Please stay on. We'll, uh, just three minutes commercials. We'll be right back. I'm Mr. Black. We're talking today to a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. Life change. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. It is my favorite time on Like It Matters Radio. After I do my leadership classes, I have the graduating team join me on the radio the following week. And today, uh, I've been very blessed because uh, I've had two members of Team 248 join me, uh, and we're still with uh, one of those members, uh, Jason. So, Jason, thank you again for joining us. So, um, you know, you went into the class because some people you worked with said it was pretty good. You actually went to the class with uh, a couple people you work with correct correct a couple of the iron mechanical yeah. uh, employees yeah so what was that like what was it like going with people you knew early on and did it change by the end of the class or was the was it did it change or was it the same way when you started and when it finished oh absolutely not it, it absolutely didn't uh, stay the same uh, there was uh, you know a couple gentlemen that I didn't know who they are. One of the gentlemen uh, is now a, a project manager and, and somebody that, uh, you know, I wasn't, I didn't really have a connection. And, and I, and I talked to him about that really the, the next morning. In fact, we were almost late because we were, we were in such a deep conversation about it. Um, but I didn't have a connection. He, he's younger. I'm, you know, I'm 49 and I just, I felt like there was just, 
really nothing there. He had no interest in wanting to talk to me. And so when I spoke to him about it, I asked him, I said, what, be truthful, what do you think about me? And he's like, well, I, I'm not sure you're really engaged in this, in this, and in, in this job. And, and, I'm, and it's like, it was really eye-opening. Like, okay, that's, that's what he sees in me. And it's like, that's exactly what's been going on. I haven't been engaged. One of the first calls I made when I came home is I called my boss and I said, you know what? I haven't been giving you 100%. And I said, but I want to tell you, I haven't been giving my family 100%. I haven't given my wife 100%. And I said, so I haven't been giving you my best. <clears throat> and it will change. And I made sure that I heard myself say that. And I wanted to make sure that that was something that I'm going to follow through with. But the, when it goes back to relationships, man, the, the ones that I had that were strong just were so much deeper. I and mean, we got stuck in the storm. Yeah. And yeah. Like, people were like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> that stuck behind. You know what? I mean, we made the best of it. I mean, we were sitting yep. there in the hotel room just kind of relaxing and hanging out and really digging into like scratching that surface and really grabbing yeah. onto that barbed wire and, and uh, yeah. really, we kept it going. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. And to see, I mean, these are menly men. I mean, tattooed, bulky men. I mean, this is this is what I do, Jason. I love it. To, to get beyond, we get a world that's focused so much on the differences. And you saw in the class that we are far more similar than we are different. You know, the the song mm -hmm. is, as a course, we all bleed the same. But you know what? We all want to love and be loved. We all want to know we matter. We all want to provide for our family. We want to believe we're special. I mean, we are so much more similar, but yet we have a world out there that wants to separate us from religion, from skin color, from voting sense. All that's garbage. It's just a way to keep us separate. And, and this weekend, you got a chance to connect with 11 other individuals. And, and what happens, we talked about, is we run these life scripts. And you know, by the time a child is five years old, you realize this, that a majority of our map reality is in place. And you shared a story. It was so powerful at a young age. You gave someone special to you a flower, and that person you thought you were doing everything, and that person threw it down and said, You're not supposed to do that. And that was a huge, what I call a, 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 a point of re reckoning, if you will. You created a belief system at that moment. And again, that person who did that didn't do something wrong. Please don't hear that. They're not evil. Don't hear that. Yeah. But what it was an imprint. It's it's called imprint and it imprinted on you at that point you said well, you want to get it right because you thought you had done something right and it was wrong and at that point there was this imprint that you need to be like that you need to get it right that you need to be perfect and now you can see that right oh yes yeah it was <clears throat> it was eye-opening with the idea that you know you, you do something for your mother and then she's in you know, she does this to you and you get this response. And what's interesting is I do remember that ride home. I remember being in that car as a, as a little boy and feeling so sad and inside and like, what did I do wrong? Right. And so then if I did something wrong, I need to do something right. So I'm trying to yep. always be perfect and, and I'm just stuck in my head. Um, so yep. it's a, it was a great point. And if I could make one last thing, like you said, how yeah, we're please. all finding out that we're not, we're all against each other. But I think well, at one, one point, it's like, when we're all children, we're all little, that's where we yeah. have so much of the same. And then what happens yeah. is we all grow up, but, but really, we're all just children. We're all just children yep. with, with days on our, on our bodies. And, but yet, if we can still you know, think like children and, and be, you know, uh, be open like children and, and learn, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And again, I know we're learning this because you and I are friends and we're becoming brothers. But, you know, the Bible says that 
I eat the Bible. I eat scripture. It says, to, if you want to enter the kingdom of God, you must be like a child. And Jason, that's exactly what God means. You got to just let things go. I said, when I was a little kid, well, I sung, I'm 57, so I'm about, what, eight, nine years older than you. I'm an old man. But we used to sing the song, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never harm me. But that's a lie, uh, because a lot of words do harm. And you spent your lifetime as a little boy wanting to get it right, wanting to be perfect. And then you've been reinforced by other good people in your life that didn't know that triggered that because you had done something to other people and it wasn't right. It wasn't good enough. You thought you did the right thing. And so that message reinforced and it became part of your life script. And this weekend, I believe you've ripped out some pages of your former life script and you're putting some new pages in. Is that fair enough? No, that's, that, that is uh, absolutely accurate. 100% accurate. Yeah. Yep, and I'm going to walk with you, brother. So the cool thing you got, remember Humpty Dumpty down the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fault. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. I told you, but I'm different. I could do it because God gifted me. And uh, it's not ego, brother. You know that. That's just reality. And I'm proud of you, Jason. Listen, biggest takeaway, biggest benefit uh, you got from class. If you had to pinpoint one thing, what would it be right now? Mindset. My, my mindset yeah. and honoring myself, uh, knowing that yeah. I'm valuable. Um, I went into, uh, I went into the, the gym this morning. I went into, I had a CrossFit class and, and those are, it, it's, those are tough and hard. And I tell you, yeah. my mindset was different. I walked in at five fifteen in the morning and I had a smile on my face and I was walking with purpose and I was, everyone else is kind of just dragging along because it's the morning <laughs> and I did it too. Yeah. And I did it too. Yeah. But now I walked in, I was like, good morning. How are you? You know, and I'm running around, I'm, I'm just getting energy, you know, because it's like, yeah. if, if I want to yeah. sit there and do it, I want to move forward and, and do this. That's right. That's right. See, I told you during class, I said, the way I do the training, which at the time is weird, right? Why this? Why that? Why that? Now you get it, right? It's ingrained in you at the oh. unconscious level. Remember? I told you you're going to walk different. You're going to talk different. You're going to stand different. And you won't even realize you're doing it. Have you experienced that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a it's not a, a slogan. It is absolutely no. true. Um, yeah. you, you do walk out. Everyone in our class uh, felt that too. I mean, you could just see the way yeah. we were, you know, uh, talking to each other, speaking to each other, the way they were speaking to family at the end. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I I know what I'm doing, and and Jason, the cool thing is what you're dealing with right now. I, God's had me in the woodshed for the last two months because I realized I'd went back to old stuff, and I teach this stuff. I've been doing this for thirty years, and yet I somehow fell into it about a, about ten years ago. I kind of threw up my hand. Somebody did something to me, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me! Not again!" And I didn't realize I'd done it. And you li see how intense I live and all that. And I could still, you could still live intense like that and still go through the motions. And I would have said, no way. And I, I was. And so God woke me up and showed me that. And so that's what I'm saying. You guys taught me a lot. As much as you think I taught you, oh, my gosh, I am so blessed to have the honor to lead people like you. And, and I mean this. And, I, and the world's listening to me, whether there's hundreds of thousands of people listening or millions of people listening. Dude, I love you. I fell in love with you. I thought you were going to be a pain in my butt. But you made some <laughs> different choices. Uh, and uh, I'm just I'm proud to know you. I'm proud to call you friend, and uh, you better be responsible for more butts and chairs. Don't let it stop with you, okay? Let's get some more butts and chairs, okay? No, it won't stop with me. And thank you, thank you for calling, and thank you for uh, speaking to me, and and uh, thank you for uh, for keeping your promise. No, you're very, very welcome, my friend. But uh, God bless you, and we'll talk off the radio soon, my friend. Okay? Sounds good. Thank you, Mr. Black. All right, buddy. Have a great day.
You know, it's about knowing who you are. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you're successful, you'll win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyways. If you're honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten tomorrow. Do good today anyway. Give the best you have and it will never be enough. Give your best anyways. You see, in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. This version is credited to Mother Teresa. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.